<laughs> but I did want to um, share a testimony. And our sister had um, communicated to us in the chat, um, Sister Kitija. Um, I, I still hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Um, she had relayed to us that uh, she was going to get, uh, you know, uh, kicked out, uh, not to any fault of her own, but the landlord uh, that uh, her and her friend were renting from um, just had, you know, come to the conclusion that that's what she was going to do. I guess it's a scarcity of water. And for those of you that don't know where she lives at, uh, lives in uh, Africa, West Africa, and um, with purposes of serving the Lord there in, in that, uh, that country. And uh, so I had a purpose in my heart, uh, along with my wife, to, to meet with her. And we, we devoted ourselves to prayer. And, and uh, as she mentioned in the chat, I want to say to all of you who remembered to bring that up before the Lord, thank you. Um, we have to keep each other in prayer. How many of you can say amen to that? Amen. Um, amen. Look at a need. Just don't say uh, like everybody else in the world does. Thoughts amen. and prayers. <laughs> really, what they're saying is my condolences. <laughs> I'm sorry, but condolences don't help very much. We really need people to pray, um, and that's what I've taught you all here. And I hope that you guys are really um, uh, making a habit to do that in your lives. But we prayed, and um, you know. I've, I know it's a cliche and it's uh, but those who kneel the best are those who can stand the best. Amen. Uh, and so Amen. When, when we're, when Paul says, after you've done all to stand, stand therefore. Um, and the way that you stand therefore is predicated upon your kneeling is, is based upon whether you have knelt. If you are not kneeling, you won't stand. Um, but that, that is our first resort. And we prayed and uh, thanks be to God that he answered. And, uh, you know, what was a seemingly impossible situation to have, you know, changed. Um, it's turning around for me. <laughs> right? We can sing that. The sister could sing that. Um, and it's, it's turning around. And when we begin to pray, that's precisely what begins to happen is it turns around. Right, he perfects that which concerns us, and and that that is the report of the Lord. Right, man had presented a report and says this is what's going to happen, but when we had uh, uh, submitted our hearts unto the Lord, switched around. Why? Because the natural is a victim to the spiritual, and we when we pray, it begins to alter things from a transcendent realm. And begins to manipulate things in in favor of God's people. And so uh, I, I wanted to share that testimony because it blessed my heart. And um, uh, thanks be to God because this is a, a, a common thing. This is a habitual thing. Uh, this is a pattern. We see time and time again God answering all of our prayers from uh, our time spent on Wednesday you know, and uh, the times that we submit requests there in the chat. And so if in any case you ever are coming to a place of doubt, just remind yourself that um, our praying is never in vain. It's, it's not a worthless business, right? 
um god just didn't uh um assign this practice so that we can just speak to the ceiling amen you know um because man oh man um if if that's all this is um um say uh, you know if that's all this is is um i would have given this up a long time ago you know because people forsake what don't work you know i'm Amen. sorry that people the simple truth people forsake what doesn't work and uh this this works um, because god works and when you when you work the most that's when god rests but when you rest that's when god begins to work hallelujah uh, <clears throat> amen that's good brother um and, and that's that's one thing real quickly is if you have that or if you have thoughts of people that come to your mind that that tends to be an indication that god is putting someone on your heart so don't don't ignore that um because the devil's not going to put people to your mind you know the devil's not going to put hey pray for this person <clears throat> um so, and, and one last detail I wanted to mention is our sister uh, isn't even from Africa. She's she's a foreigner to Africa. She's she's from Latvia, and so you can imagine the the immense pressure and stress, right? Um, that that would have been very difficult. And um, so, um, God He answers the prayers of His people. So I wanted to share that. Um, and lastly, um, I, I want to at this time uh, transition uh, the message to uh, transition the 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 mic or whatever you want to say to uh, Brother Malachi. I asked for him to give a message, and um, a, a big part for this is because I I want to help facilitate a platform for. Um, him to speak and because i believe in in raising up disciples and uh i can teach right but if there's never a platform uh for those teachings to uh find expression then there isn't no real training it's like you know for example if you work at a job you can look at the orientation videos all long, all day uh, but until they actually put you on the assembly line or actually put you to work, then your knowledge really isn't tested. And I, I think that uh, our knowledge has to be tested um, because unfortunately, the, the reason for many people being arrogant um, today is that uh, they don't have their knowledge tested and so therefore they think that they know more than that they do right um uh, apply some pressure apply some heat to what we claim to know and we'll see what we do know right um it, i remember one time in the world some dude said uh he's like yeah yeah he's talking all this mess like yeah i'm golden gloves and you know um and um, golden gloves is like a, um, a boxing term. And I remember him just talking a mess. And then some dude called him out, I was like, what's up then? And they fought and 
he got clowned. He got clowned terribly, embarrassed because, I'm sorry, I have to use this example. Was, the dude that fought him was, <laughs> was like one of them dudes who was like, like if 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 we get a, if we get like a, 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 a like a paired fight, I don't want you fighting with me. That was the guy that fought that that dude who was boasting because the guy don't know how to fight at all. Like he's terrible, and yet he won, and um, and so the guy just made a fool of himself, embarrassed himself. He obviously didn't have any form, and um, you know, um, yeah, he he bit off more than he could chew. I'll just put it that way, and so don't bite off more than you can chew, and so <clears throat> yeah, or no gloves. I don't even know if he, he knew what he was talking about. Maybe he was talking about on a video game. I don't know. He he watched too many video games. <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, I've been in a fight before. And he's talking about Street Fighter. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll stop and... Um, and uh, hand it to uh, the brother. And so, um, I, you know what? Uh, let me let me just pray and um, um, for for this gathering, Father, we come before you, Lord, and I want to ask God that you would give my brother the words to speak, Father. I ask God that you would inspire his speech. I pray, O oh Lord, that uh, your presence would dwell in the midst of us. I pray, Lord, that you would flow through him, O oh God. And I pray that no hearts would be distracted, no minds would be distracted. I pray that our minds would not be derailed. And I pray, Father, that our hearts would be open to what you would have to say to us this day. Father, speak through our brother. Our hearts, O oh God, uh, desire to hear a word, Lord, from the throne. And so, Father, I pray, God, that you would um, encourage us, that you would exhort us, that you would even reprove us, and, and that you would rebuke us, O oh Lord, if necessary. And Father, I, th that's the reason for your word. So may your word go forth in purity and in truth, and give my brother, Father, also the focus and, and the aim that you have in mind. Lord, we thank you. And we bless you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, so, you know, I, I just want to thank God because some of my family has been coming to knowledge of the Lord. And it's just a quick testimony. Like, I've been praying for that for months. And it's really nice to start seeing the Lord become a topic in my household. Um, so, you know, just glory to God for that. But, um, today we're going to be looking at second Timothy chapter three. Um, you know, I've, I've been in Timothy first and second Timothy the last couple of weeks. I think I'll be in Timothy for a while, just because there's so much that, um, we can really get from Paul's letters to Timothy, not to mention just the setting 
of Timothy's letters because Timothy's having to correct false teaching, false Christians, um, you know, and also false teachers who would say like the resurrections already happened. And he's also like contending against many agents of unrighteousness within the body. And he's young, you know, he is somebody who Paul is saying, all right, you, you're going to go and raise up some new uh, disciples to then go and preach because all of the other ones for forfeit their posts. And, um, you know, but we're going to focus on, uh, second timothy three just because you know it's just something the lord's really put um in my heart and and yeah there's a lot to get from this so we're going to read through um chapter three so um verse one but mark this there will be terrible times in the last days people will be lovers of themselves lovers of money boastful proud abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. Um, there's a lot to like unpack in that first paragraph, because we know that what Paul just listed were works of the flesh. Like people will love money. They'll become abusive. They'll be disobedient to their parents. They will totally forget God in all of these behaviors. You forget God. And not to mention when he says in verse five, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, that's according to the body. We have people in the body of Christ today who would rather excused themselves from the reality of conviction and console their mind with worldly philosophies and ideologies to then say like oh yeah it's a it's okay for me to watch porn because i'm not like having sex with anyone physically or no no it like i i don't i don't have to you know give or so into other people like the lord knows my heart like Dude, you know, that's that's not that's not right at all. We're called to pursue godliness, righteousness, and also the Holy Spirit is not a weak spirit. It's a spirit that helped Christ overcome Satan in the wilderness. How much how much more can it help us overcome the enemy today and also the flesh? Um and the other thing too is that, you know. We silence the Holy Ghost by consoling the Holy Ghost convictions like, oh, no, Holy Spirit, I, I don't want. No, it, it's OK. Like. These small foxes left unchecked can later become a hardened heart and can also become a seared conscience that no longer fears the Lord. And, um, you know, for personal anecdote, I gave a word to men regarding their pornographic usage and the realities of sex outside of marriage. And I was the one who got rebuked because people would rather sit in their sin and excuse themselves rather than do the work to be free and remain free. It's not, you know, and I always tell people it's easier said than done, but it's possible because of the Holy Spirit that lives within you. Amen. Like Jesus did not set us free 
for us to go back to Egypt. He called us out of Egypt. And Amen. so we don't have to go back there. Um, but that's a very wild reality of, you know, this first chunk of the uh, of Second uh, Timothy 3, because it's like, well, this is happening in the church? Oh, absolutely it is. But it's not because of anyone's fault. It's because people make that choice. People wear the banner of Christ, but then treat their neighbor like crap. People wear the banner of Christ, but won't receive righteous rebukes. People wear the banner of Christ, but then slander their neighbor. Like, these things ought not be so. Um, and, you know, that's what we're seeing in today's church, where a lot of people would rather slander other ministries because they're not speaking on revelation all the time or slander a ministry because oh they they don't pray the way that we pray or or they're not baptists like that's not the lord didn't call us to be baptists he called us to be christ followers he called us to be workers of light laborers in his kingdom there's no denominational label we are all one in christ amen um you amen. know but I I just really, you know, found that interesting that, um, you know, you can have this form of godliness. You can have the power to overcome sin and deny it. And it's not like denying it. I, I mean, I would I, I understand a lot of people's reasons for denying, but, you know, to, to deny it and then say, I, I'm one with Christ. If you're one with Christ, you're an overcomer because Christ is an overcomer. Amen. Amen. So, um, you know, that. That's, that's our new rea that's the new creation way of life is a life of overcoming overcoming those uh servants overcoming those temptations because the lord is able to do it i'm not saying we're going to be perfect but we have it's like i said it's possible because of the holy spirit that's within us um moving on to verse six they are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so also these teachers opposed the truth. And that was very like wild because that's literally most of philosophies, you know, live your best life now. There's a million different books on how to live your best life now. There's not any like new, you know, I, I don't, I haven't seen any other new self-help philosophies without like living your best life or how to live your best life now. People have been trying to live their best life now since forever, but Jesus is the only one who actually cracked the code and got it right. To live your best life now is to live with Christ because we're seated mm -hmm. in heavenly places. My best life is now because of where I'm seated with Christ, not because of Joel Osteen's or Oprah Winfrey's Soul Sunday or the life classes that they, you know, give out, but because we have the Word of God and the Holy Spirit within us. Um, and not to mention that most of man's philosophy isn't in a search. There's no fruit that that comes from it. Um, you know, and I, I see a lot of people on Facebook, uh, pay, uh, you know, saying like, oh, I'm the director of my life and I'm not going to let anyone script my life. Yeah, you kind of let the devil script your life because when you stand before God, you'll only have the devil's answers. I'm the director of my life. Very well, then you have no part in Christ because you're the director of your life. That's not that's not what God intended. Um, 
he wants us to let him direct our lives and his will is good and pleasing and perfect i doubt that any of our wills are good pleasing and perfect if my will was good pleasing and perfect i wouldn't have ended up in jail amen <laughs> you know like <laughs> that's just the reality of the human nature um you know and the other thing too is that uh, they're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Your truth, my truth, her truth, their truth. There's no, like, there's too many truths. I'm thankful to Jesus that he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I don't have to look for anybody else's truth because there's only one solid truth, and it's an eternal truth, and that is Jesus Christ. Every other truth falls short. It can't stand up to him um, and his declaration. Uh Amen. You know, and then he talks about um, this is in uh, Exodus uh, seven uh, verses eleven uh, ten to thirteen. I'll just read that real quick. And this is about the magicians, and um, you know, when Moses got to demonstrate wonders before uh, Pharaoh and all the Egyptians. Go back there real quick. There we go. All right, so uh, Exodus 7, 10 through uh, 13. So Moses and Aaron went on went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. Aaron threw his staff down in front of Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers, and the Egyptian magicians also did the same things by their secret arts, which we all know is witchcraft. Each one threw down his staff, and it became a snake, but Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart became hard, and he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said. So we see here that despite Pharaoh saying to his magicians, uh, you know, recreate this. Why? I got to console my conscience and let the Egyptians know whatever we serve is better than what they have. But of course, we all know that the reality of that is the evil was consumed. The wicked was washed away. In that instance, we've seen the power of God demonstrated against the works of the kingdom of darkness. And despite, you know, as you read Exodus, there's so many accounts of the magicians trying to recreate what God had done, but those evil spirits are limited in their power. Men are limited in their power. And whether or not they want to, you know, act like they aren't and that, they, you know, because they have all this control and extra stuff. It's the Lord who raises up kings and tears them down. It's the Lord who, at the end, is the Alpha and the Omega. He or he orchestrates all things. There's nothing that's a surprise to him. But it will unfortunately be a surprise to the wicked because, as we'll read further on in Second uh, Timothy 3, they just, they're just going to get more and more into destruction. They'll say peace, and then construct uh, destruction will then consume them. Like, you know, it's... It's wild that even in the days of Moses, like man's ways is still the same. We got to let's use science to say it's good to kill babies because we can use them for vaccines and stuff. And it's healing and helping people. That's not true. I literally told someone that and the demon inside of them manifested and they went crazy because they have demonic irrational logic and demonic irrational logic will make you think you can defeat God and you know you can't. Amen. Um, but uh, continuing on in verse 9, 
um well uh yeah verse eight just as janice and jambres opposed moses so also these teachers oppose the truth they are men of depraved minds who as far as faith is concerned are rejected but they will not get very far as in the case of those men their folly will be clear to everyone so i just want to uh go to psalm 37 uh verses uh 10 through 15 real quick um just to you know reinforce that because it's insane it's, it's just wonderful um verse 10 a little while and the wicked will be no more though you look for them they will not be found but the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity i'll read that again but the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity the wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them but the lord laughs at the wicked for he knows their day is coming the wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy to slay those who are whose ways are upright but their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken um it's right there in black and white in the word and as we just read, but they will not get very far because as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. Uh, verse 10, you, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings, what kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, the persecutions I endured. Lord, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. Amen. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. So um, just a quick, uh, I'll read a, also Acts 14, uh, 22, to further Paul's point. Fourteen twenty-two. Um, <clears throat> strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith, we must go through many hardships to enter into the kingdom of God, they said. So there's, you know, there's this reality that we will have hard times. They may not always look like Iran or Afghanistan, but that hard time could be, I can't make my bills this month, or I just lost a job, or my roof just fell in my house and I have no money to repair it. Like there's different forms of hardship that happen throughout our lives. But as we also read earlier, God is able to rescue us from them all and also keep us. When storms happen, Christ is in the boat with us, even though in, in front of our eyes, the words that, I mean, when I was getting kicked out of the military, all my family prophesied was death. All my friends prophesied was death. All I had was the word of the Lord and the word that the Lord gave me, which was, do you want to do the plans I have for you? And I said yes, and I have no idea how the plans he had for me were this much like this great, but I'm living proof that his plans are good. Like yeah. he has plans of a good hope and a good future for you. You just have to say yes. Everybody gets the opportunity to say no. But for those of us who say yes, we will inherit the land. Like, 
Amen. He's not gonna he's not gonna renege on that promise. He is a God who is faithful, even when we're unfaithful, he is faithful for he cannot deny himself. So the Lord will look after his people and his sheep. And I mean, I gotta be real, like nobody likes hard times. Like I don't like hard times. <laughs> that time was a hard time. I don't know if I want to go back to that, but also I have to, like I said, things are easier said than done, but greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. Greater is he that is in me mm -hmm. than what my situation or my bank account says or what other people say or what the devil says or what the government does. Greater is he that is in me than he who's in the world. Um, you know, and and let God be true and every other man be a liar. Like, there's no, apart from Christ, there is no life. Apart from his spirit, there is no true revelation. There's no truth. Apart from the word of God, we have nothing. Like, I, you know, I thank the Lord for giving me a mind to understand his word. And I thank him for his spirit because, you know, even Paul had mentioned, mentioned this in Timothy. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, he would not be able to suffer for the gospel. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, how can you be able to endure persecutions? How can you be able to endure the, the enemy and the friction that you get in this life? Um picking up your cross you're going to need the holy spirit to help you pick up your cross and then to get on it and stay on it because your flesh is going to want to drop the cross your flesh is going to say well you, you know what honestly i can live my best life now i can go and be the director of my own life i can go and start this business and do everything apart from god because you know there are many paths to what to the person you call god like you're an idiot shut up that's not true why would jesus say what he said why would he say what he said there's no reason for someone to make such a powerful declaration if they wanted Oprah Winfrey thousands of years later to say there's many paths to the way that you call God. No, God is not just, he is not in this box man tries to put him in. In fact, he's outside of the box, which is why he had to humble himself to come down into our box and then show us what life his way looks like. Like, that's the reality. We're the ones who are limited. He's not. But he is so gracious and kind to share his spirit with us that can do anything. And, um, you know, and that's why it's so wild when, as we read earlier, when it says you have the power of godliness, but uh, the form of godliness, but deny its power, because you, you have the answers to the test. People will say, you know, I, I said this in uh, one of my Bible studies this week. Um, people say the teacher is silent during the test. Well, why? Because the teacher gave you months and weeks and hours of preparation for the test. So therefore, the teacher's not going to give you the answers because you have you had the study guides, you had the projects, you had the homework, you had the time of preparation. And, you know, in the body of Christ, we have the times of preparation. We have intercessory prayer, corporate meetings. We have times of fasting. We have times of worship. All these things are building the spirit, man, so that when we're faced with these temptations, we can say, it is written that man shall not live off of bread alone, but off of everywhere that comes from the Father's mouth. Amen. That's how we're able to respond to the temptations of the enemy and the things of the world. We will have that 
that time spent, those hours put in, those times of prayer, the reading and consumption of the word. It's not like I could read a book and not really get anything out of it. However, with the Bible, it's really unique because I've read First and Second Timothy many a time, but I come away with new divine inspired revelations because Amen. the word always has something new to tell us. God always has something new to speak to us, something to remind us, you know. Um, and so uh, let's, let's continue reading here. Uh, so uh, verse 14 but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and useful for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Um, so there, like, there we have it. The scriptures are able to um, teach us, rebuke us, correct us, and train us. You got, you got your study guide. You got your, te you got your teaching lessons. You got your homework. You got your practical training. Like, we have the answers to the test. That's why, you know, when we read, <laughs> you have the form of godliness, but deny its power. I was like, oh, you didn't, you didn't attend class this day. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to come to prayer. I'm not going to call my accountability partner, you know, because I just want to sin. I just want to get it all out. I just want to get rid of it. I'm not going to call my accountability partner. You know, I just want to get it over with. What? Come on, man. Like we, we have the answer to the test. And as I always say, and I always preface this when I disciple people and counsel people regarding addictions or sin patterns and stuff, a lot of this stuff is easier said than done, but you have the Holy Ghost. You have an eternal victory through Christ Jesus. You have the ability to say no. And this is what's interesting. I mean, I always ponder on this, is that a lot of this stuff is simple yet profound. So you mean that if I do the opposite of what my flesh wants, I will live in peace and and I I, I won't be bound with shame and you know defeat. And it's like, yeah, that's how it works. You Amen. know, and some people are like, oh yeah, it, it really can't be that simple. There's here's all these studies, here's all this data, here's all these statistics, here's what this person said. It's like, well, what does the word say? What um what has god what has god been able to do like if if i believe that he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all i could ask or think then i need to believe him because he's like i've said in prayer and like i've said many times he's the only person in all of creation to never lie about anything everybody else has the capability to lie has lied has fallen back on a promise has forgotten um you know people like this is uh you know the lord is just so incredibly faithful and <laughs> and even as we read in the new testament he's incredibly faithful during times of great testing and persecution the fact that paul is has been stoned shipwrecked beat 
And then he says, <laughs> this is what's wild. He says, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. But some of us would be like, oh, but Paul, you got beat up. Like, you've been whipped. Like, what, what does that even mean? Um, he's still alive. He still gets to share the word. He still gets counted as worthy to go forth and administer and plant churches and, you know, write all these letters we have today because the Lord rescued him from those persecutions, not to mention we see that the Lord is able to rescue us from persecutions. Our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world, he's able to rescue them. And Amen. that's why we're called to pray for them and make intercession for them. And and not, you know, just be like, oh, well, it's the end of the world. So everybody's going to get persecuted and die. The Bible doesn't say to say that and be that way. It says to humble yourselves and pray. Afflict yourselves with fasting and prayer. Um, because as we read through the Psalms and as we've seen all throughout the Bible, God is faithful to deliver his people. And it's not that he's like, oh, I don't want to do anything. He's actually, he wants to. As I, as you know, as I was reading in um, Exodus, I was listening to it. Uh, it says, you know, um, as the Israelites were, you know, growing in population, Pharaoh was like, oh, well, we need to kill them so that they don't, you know, they'll overtake us. But as Pharaoh tried to keep murdering and committing genocides, they just grew more and more and more and more and more like that is really how it works with the kingdom of god though the kingdom of darkness may try to destroy it it only gets stronger it doesn't fall apart um and i think that's the beauty of the resurrection is that jesus's body didn't fall apart he rose up out of that grave defeating the evil one when the world thought they had defeated christ he in fact defeated them and that's our reality that's the power that we can walk in that's the power that's available to us um you know it's many of time where even i was once in that space where i'm like oh god can't deliver me from this like i'm still addicted to this or i don't know how i'm ever going to be able to beat this and then you know the reality was is that god was capable to deliver me he was just waiting for me to surrender it and to actually repent for it like if we continue to defend our sin why would god deliver you from a sin that you want to defend and keep you don't want to let it go so when you're ready to let it go truly because a broken and contrite heart he will not despise he will help you um you know and and that's you know that's the thing that really gets me with being in, in ministries where people have addictions or, or stuff like that, because some people look at me and say, oh, you, you, you make it seem like you've never struggled. Uh, I refuse to go back to the struggle. Therefore, I fight with all of my being to stay away from the struggle. Like, I have to make a conscious fight to choose godliness. Every That's what picking your cross up and or bearing your cross is all about. Is Amen. that as Christians, we constantly continue to do the opposite of what the world and our flesh would tell us to do. Um, it's not foreign. It's it's a reality that we can all live in. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I really I really thank the Lord that he has given us a spirit because every anything is righteousness is possible, not because of me, but because of him. Not because of anything. All I do is say, yes, the Holy Spirit gives me the strength 
to overcome um, my temptations, to overcome the the things that I should not be doing. Like there been plenty of times where the Holy Spirit is like, "Hey, don't go to this party." Now, back in the day, I'd be like, "Oh, what, whatever." Then go. But now, when I don't go to the party, I have so much peace. I'm like, "Thank you, Lord," because I could be set back from ignoring the Holy Ghost. And there are a lot of people who are set back in their walk, set back in their ministry because they ignore the Holy Spirit and because um, they would rather cater to culture and statistics and popularity than cater to the Lord. You know, I, I, I pray, um, you know, I prayed to the Lord. I said, may I be like Abraham where you come to my house and I say, wait, let me get the best of the best for you. Let me go tell, you know, whoever's working for me to go grab the finest things for you. You rest here, please. That's how we need to serve the Lord. Not like, oh, I just had a national bestseller. God. All right, guys, let's go back to the worship and some more community activities. Like, no, that's not how he wants us to serve him. We need to be ensuring that the the Lord's house is his house. Um, it's not about you it's not about uh you know how many surveys the you know because that's the thing with all these church plans now a lot of them are using surveys what would you like to see in church no what what does god want this church to do in this community how does the holy spirit want to impact this community do we need to go pray in the schools do we need to go send people out into um you know the 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 city council meeting like what holy spirit how do we impact this community not well the survey says this is what no that's it's it's about the lord because the lord knows what's best if the surveys knew what was best then there wouldn't be pastors in astronaut suits and doing all these crazy feats to try to get people to understand something and i get you know and i get it i get it some people are like well I, sometimes it's hard for me to i'm a visual learner okay try this like let the lord teach you through visions let the lord teach you through his word why do you need to have all of this expensive mumbo jumbo to understand things you got to get off the milk you got to get off that easy stuff start to consume the meat the meat is actually more fulfilling milk is not that like it's milk but the meat is protein builds muscle keeps you full for a while like it's kind of it's just getting to a point where we need to stop sitting on the sidelines, comparing struggles, writing all these books that don't even lead to the Bible. Like there's a lot of people who are out here trying to write all these different books on culture and things and and putting little bits of the Bible in it, but not really going to the source text and pointing and telling everyone, read this, this, this is what you got to have. This fellowship and discipleship and communion with the Holy Ghost is the only way to really walk in that power of godliness um we need we need each other but also just like brother greg has said like i don't want somebody praying for me who <laughs> has a form of godliness but denies the power thereof you don't want nobody like that praying for you it's it's a it's an unfortunate reality um you know and i i, I want to uh, conclude with um with this uh first timothy 6 11 um 
because this this verse just really like rocked my world but you man of god flee from all this and pursue righteousness godliness faith love endurance and gentleness that that's it that's the life a timothy 6 first timothy 6 11 life pursue righteousness godliness faith love endurance and gentleness and i'm not talking about like hippie christianity what i am talking about is forsaking the quarrels forsaking the dumb stuff and really being a vessel of righteousness yeah, because in pursuing these things i'm going to be too i'm too busy to argue with the christian who wants to you know i don't know if anybody knew this but there apparently is a christian researcher or whatever who come out who's come out with a documentary saying that there's been a mistranslation of the bible and now is approving homosexuality this is what happens when you have a form of godliness but deny its power you're going to run to endless philosophies and research to make a stupid documentary that is definitely from the devil and not from the lord like you should have been doing what it says in first timothy 6 11 but no, you want to excuse sin and unrighteousness. So you go and make a documentary about it. And we just read that all of the word is God-breathed. The scriptures are God-breathed. God don't make no mistakes. Man, Amen. Do, but God doesn't. Um, you know, and and so it's just that that's why I... I I, I thank the Lord for like leading me to um second Timothy three and just really pouring in those revelations regarding that because um if we don't have discernment, if we don't have uh legitimate fellowship, um if all we're doing is uh catering to culture and the flesh, we will never be able to walk in the spirit. And we're just gatherings of unfortunately dead people or gatherings of people where there is no christ amongst us um but you know that that concludes the teaching um for today that i have um you know i i just want to encourage us that uh you know righteous rebukes are like anointing oil for our head the lord's discipline and the conviction of the Holy Ghost leads to godly sorrow and repentance so that we can then continue to walk in the spirit and in its power and you don't have to deny the Holy Spirit access to your life because the Lord's will is good, pleasing, and perfect. So he will help you in walking um, and looking like the Lord. As Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. You know, the way to do that is by not denying the Holy Spirit and heeding those convictions, repenting when you feel the need to repent, confessing and not hiding the those things and, you know, fleeing fleeing from all the unrighteousness, fleeing from the ways of the world and pursuing righteousness, gentleness, faith, love, endurance. Those are Amen. ways that you will be able to walk in the spirit and in its power. So um, thank you. I, I praise the Lord for this message and you know, give it back to Brother Greg.